Wednesday podcast time as Hamilton here. Hey, how good is it? Back at school, you're now wondering why you wanted to go back so badly? Like, you're just seriously going, oh my gosh, this teacher's killing me. Hopefully you're surviving. Hopefully the new COVID world is still treating you okay out there. Uh, look, I'm telling you now, I've still got a couple of months up my sleeve. Still school saying, no, nah, you can't come back till August. So I've got time. I've got time up my sleeve. So we're going to have chats every week. I'm really excited about next week's chat. Just, just putting it out there. We're going to have a, a chat with a couple of people that are very important to me. So you need to be tuning in for that. Today, though, we're talking about obstacles and how you can overcome them. Like how you can get through stuff that's really hard. And I, I really think this is for you. If you're tuning in right now, this is for you. I don't think any, any week that I do a podcast, if you just randomly choose one, it's for you. I, I strongly believe that. Today, we're talking about obstacles, all right? Things that are really hard, um, things that can maybe even cause major difficulty in your life that you've got to get through and why it's so important to take it head on, all right? This could be you in grade 11 and 12, your senior years are kind of stuff because of 2020. I'm telling you now, um, this could be the greatest story that you will ever write about how you overcame your senior years in the craziest time in the world. Um, you know how like your grandparents, maybe when you're growing up, they go, oh, well, when I was a child, well, you know, in the olden days, and they always want to compare and compete with you. Well, you've got your own story being written right now, and I want to challenge you to take on this next seven months with everything you've got, because if you overcome it, you have a story. And if you've ever been in my session, The Other Side of Inconvenience, we talk about doing hard things. And on the other side of doing hard things, that is where your story awaits. And so many people miss out on their story being written because they stop just before their overcoming happens, just before they conquer something, they quit. And I just get so sad. I'm like, don't quit. Hold on. Don't give up. Keep going. If you need to go harder, go harder. Don't just put your hands in the air and go, it's not worth it. It is worth it. Go hard in this next seven months. Get back on track. Get, get fired up, get excited and take on every challenge that you get hit with because at the end of this year, you're going to have a story. And for generations, like for years and years and years, you'll talk about 2020 and how you overcame it. So that's my encouragement for you. And I want to draw some inspiration from a Bible character who overcame something that's so ridiculous. Um, he was the guy that you would never expect to overcome it. Um, and he actually saved his entire nation from being destroyed. He was young. He was the youngest boy in his family. He was a redhead. Shout outs to all the fiery redheads out there. Absolutely love the redheads. So he's a ranger. He's young. He is the, the son in the family that the dad is always like, hey, take some food to your brothers because they're more important. Hey, go out and look after the sheep because you're not important. And he is the guy who takes on one of the biggest challenges that's ever faced to a nation. We're talking about today an absolute hero, an absolute legend. His name is David. And you might have heard this story somewhere along the traps. Maybe you've never read this in the Bible. If you want to read it yourself, it's in a book called 1 Samuel. The chapter is chapter 17. If you get that Bible app, version Bible app, go and read it. And you'll find out about this story. It's an epic tale. It's a little bit Game of Thrones. It's violent, okay? It's violent. It's full on. And sometimes when I read the Bible, I go, whoa, it's, it's a different time. Like, we're, we're struggling right now by sitting at home watching Netflix. Uh, these guys had to go and fight for their lives on a daily just to keep their nation intact. So um, there's a lot to learn from this story. Chapter 17, the story of David and Goliath. If you don't know the story, I'm going to set it up like this, all right? So the Israelites are fighting this other army called the Philistines. They've 
found themselves at this valley called Elah. On one side of the valley, you've got the Israelites. On the other side, at the top of a mountain, you've got the Philistines. Every day, they are sending thousands of men out into the valley to fight each other. And so lots of deaths, lots of carnage every day. This is going on for 40 days before anything major happens, okay? So 40 days of absolute carnage. Um, And then every day, to add to the death that's happening, uh, the Philistines would send out their hero. He was the giant that was Goliath. You might have heard of him. Um, Massive, massive giant. Had a huge shield that another guy actually had to carry for him. It was so huge. The dude stood uh, six cubits and a span tall. And so just putting it in perspective, he's about seven meters tall. And he would come out every day and he would literally taunt the Israelites. He'd say, hey, if you can kill me, we'll become your servants and your slaves. That's totally fine. If you can't kill me and I kill your hero, um, we are going to destroy you and overrun you. It's pretty much the story that's unfolding. For 40 days, this is going on, okay? Something is taunting Um, their success. And can I say that there's so many voices that we have in our head on a daily basis in times like this that taunt us and say, you will not succeed. Like you can do everything you want. You can fight every day in the field, but at the end of the day, there's something so big out there that's going to kill you in the end anyway. There's no point taking on this year now. It's no point trying to finish my schooling year. It's no point trying to complete, um, complete a project that I started because we've lost time. We've lost everything. Um, it's so hard to rebuild our life. Can I tell you, there's still time and there's a supernatural way in which you can overcome that as well. We're going to get to that shortly. But in this field of the battle, there's always a major voice that comes out and says, hey, just so you know, you might overcome all of these plebs, but there's one bigger one that you cannot overcome. And in your life, it could be a whole range of stuff. It could be mental stuff. It could just be um, depression. It could be anxiety. It could be uh, health stuff. It might even be fitness. You might just, there's stuff going on. You're like, I could try and get through that, but I'll never take on that thing. But what we learn in this story is an incredible ability to overcome if you've been preparing behind the scenes. The story goes that David is not even at the battlefield. His older brothers are out there. They're fighting with the king. Um, they're trying to overcome the Philistines. They're, they're camping out. They've been there for 40 days. David actually gets told by his dad at some stage, Jesse, um, to go and give the commander of a thousand men that are fighting every day some cheese. I'm not joking. <laughs> David gets told to take some cheese. If you don't believe me, go and read it uh, in chapter 17, verse 18. He says, also, take these 10 cheeses to the commander of a thousand. Can you imagine that? You're like the youngest brother. Your older brothers are out there where the action's at. You're trying to defend your nation. You're looking after some sheep. And now your dad's like, hey, uh, go, go give your brother some food. Oh, by the way, here's a bunch of cheeses that you can go and give the commander as well. So David is in a bit of a... An interesting spot. He is definitely not that important in the eyes of his dad or his brothers. He rocks up at the battle. He's seeing what's unfolding, all right? So he's standing up on his side of the valley, looking down, seeing the carnage that's unfolding. And he gets to witness this guy, Goliath, that comes out and taunts the people and says, hey, if you kill me, it's all good. Uh, we will become your servants. And no one seems to be responding, all right? No one, no one seems to be going, I can do that. It's very interesting. They'll be prepared to fight every day, every other person on the field, but not that major one. They're not prepared to take on the big obstacle. They'll take on a bunch of small obstacles, uh, but they're not going to take on the big obstacle. And David's really perplexed by this because he starts asking around the men that are fighting. He's like, if someone does kill that guy, what's in it for the person that kills him? 
And instantly they'll say, oh, the king is going to actually give a lot of riches. You'll become really wealthy. You'll be looked after. The king has already said, hey, if you kill this giant, there's a lot of good stuff in for you. It's interesting when he's asking people, like he's just delivering the cheese, delivering the food, and he's asking these questions. His older brothers are like, David, shut up. Stop asking questions. Keep your mouth shut. This is not a place for you, okay? But David has seen a glimpse of what his life could be if he kills the giant. He's just got a glimpse. Like he's... He's kind of asking questions. And people are like, oh, by the way, you're going to be really wealthy. Uh, the king's already said there's a massive bit of loot on the other side of that. You should do it. What I love is that David has actually caught some vision for what is on the other side of doing something very hard. Like he's caught the vision. And sometimes we lose sight of the vision when it comes to school, when it comes to work, when it comes to a project, when it comes to doing something that's hard. We lose the vision of the reward on the other side. We've got to stay focused. We've got to keep our vision. We've got to go, you know what, if I keep going hard and I tackle this thing, at the end of this year, I'm going to complete grade 12. I'm going to get my graduation done. I'm going to be able to step into the next stage of my life. There's great reward at the end of it. If I actually keep going in this year at school, if I work really hard, there's actually a great reward on the other side because if you don't have that vision you'll just keep doing the mundane stuff and avoid the most important stuff that is the thing you need to take on this year you'll procrastinate you'll do enough but you won't focus on the thing that's really important and at the end of the year it's still taunting you (laughs) it's still speaking to you and you'll miss it and so I want to challenge you if you are listening to this podcast don't stop pursuing that massive obstacle, because if you can kill that thing, there's a reward on the other side. So if there's an assignment right now that you're putting off, you're putting off, you're putting off because you're just like, I don't think I can do it. Can I say, approach that first. Ask the question, what's the great reward? David was really smart because he was like, you know what, it is a big task and um, it's none of my business, but there's potentially something in that for me. He gets the answer and then he says, hey, I'm going to do this. Now, the reason he knows he can do this is because he knows what he's done in the past. Uh, If you go down in chapter 17, around verse 31, you find this moment where David actually goes to the king and says, hey, let no one else die in Israel because of this thing out there in the field, this untouchable giant. He's like, let no heart fail because of him. He says to Saul, I'm going to go and fight him. I'm going to go fight that Philistine. And you find Saul look at him and goes, "Um, you're just a youth. You're just young. Like you're a young, red-headed kid that looks after sheep. We've got men on the field right now, and none of them are prepared to take it on. This is what I love. Like you, you can just picture it. Hey, the king's like, okay, right. If you die, not only is the king thinking probably, okay, you're crazy. The king's probably also understanding that if you do die, then we lose our kingdom as well. It's just going to make things worse. And so he's he's not convinced, all right? Uh, he's like, uh, out there, Goliath has been fighting since his youth and he's a lot older than you and you're just a youth. What's great though, David responds because he knows what he's done before and he knows what he can achieve that's harder. Because he's like, you know, that was hard, but this is harder. Can I do it? He's up for the challenge because in verse 34, he says this, he says, your servant used to keep sheep for his dad. And when there came a lion or a bear and took a lamb from the flock, I went after him and struck him and delivered it out of his mouth. So he just pretty much goes, hey, I've been looking after sheep for a while. Bears, lions, they come my way. He even talks about at this moment, he says, if a lion came, I would grab him by his beard, strike him and kill him. <laughs> so he's, he's like, mate, I know how to kill big things. I know how to do stuff. I've done it before. 
And my question to you right now, what have you done before that's actually got you to this stage in life in 2020? What have you overcome to this point that will allow you to engage and overcome your next thing? See, every skill that you've acquired up until this stage in your life can be applied in that new challenge. I get so many young people say to me, as I I really want to achieve something in my life, like I want to be in this sort of career, I want to be uh, doing a whole bunch of stuff um, with my life. And my challenge to them is, well, what are you doing right now? And they said, well, I'm, I'm working this pointless job at Macca's, flipping burgers, absolutely pointless. I just want to go and do that. What you're going to understand is everything in your life builds you to a place that you are right now. If you didn't know, my first job was at Big W. I was like a checkout dude. I would literally scan items for a four-hour shift at Big W. My next job was working at a Sizzler restaurant. I was on front of house. I'd have to talk to customers every day and take their orders for their steaks. I then went on to work in customer service and working with Telstra. One of the number one things I had to learn was the ability to communicate on the phone. The next job I had, I had to work in a small deli selling cheese of all things, customer service stuff. That stepped into a role in radio. Radio was like a a space which I'd never thought I'd end up being in and that progressed to a paid position in radio in a capital city in Brisbane. But through doing radio for five years gave me the ability to do communication and understand the art of telling story. And so what you've got to understand is in your life, what's happening in the background, the little things that you're doing is building to your giant. It's building to a place where you can take on something larger. What I love is that David identifies where he's come from and he's like, I'm now ready for the bigger challenge. He doesn't go, oh, it is bigger. I can only go for the bear and the lion. He's prepared for the challenge, but he's also confident in his past that he's like, you know what? I see that giant over there and I've killed a bear. I've killed a lion. I reckon I could do it with this guy again. It's very interesting too. He also knows how to use his specific skills. You see, what happens is Saul ends up saying to David, hey, how about you wear my armor? Here's a whole bunch of armor because you're going to get killed out there. Have the best armor I can provide. David can't use it because he's like, this is not what I'm used to. I'm just going to be me. I'm going to run in my own lane. I'm going to do what I do best. And he pretty much just says, I've got a staff, like a stick, and I'm going to get some rocks and a slingshot like because this is what he knows how to use. Don't try and be like someone else and use their toolkit. Like, don't try and be like someone else and use their toolkit. If you know what you know and you know how to use those things in your life and your skills and your giftings, don't try and use someone else's skills and giftings. Don't try and be like someone else. Just be yourself and own it. Take on your challenges your specific way, how you take it on. Obviously, you want to sharpen yourself. You want to get better. But sometimes we go, oh, I just need to do it how someone else does it. And it fails because we're not actually confident in what we have in our skill set. And so David literally goes, get some stones. The story goes, he goes out. The Philistine sees him, calls him out for being a redhead. No joke, he does. He says, oh, look at that young ruddy man. He's red hair. Um, and he pretty much taunts him and says, hey, I'm going to uh, tear your body apart, feed it to the animals. And then what we find is David throws it back at him and says, okay, game on. They charge at each other. David slingshots a stone that gets lodged into Goliath's head. That's what it says in the scripture. So epic. The guy drops He goes up, he doesn't have a sword, he has nothing, and it says that David struck Goliath, maybe with his staff, maybe with his fist, kills him, grabs Goliath's sword, yields it, swings it, cuts off his head. (laughs) Like, this 
insane imagery, okay? And I'm sorry if you're, like, getting a bit squeamish right now. Cuts off his head, grabs his head, and holds it up. Like, you can just picture this old-school war movie. And as you can imagine, the Philistines that have put all their hope in this guy, Goliath, are now running for their lives. The story goes on that David takes the head of Goliath to the king, gets his reward. And what I also love is it says this, in verse 54, there's just this little line that not only did he take the head to the king, but he says, he put the armor of Goliath in his tent. So he kept a little memory of what I overcame. Like, you know what? I killed this guy and I'm keeping his armor. Can you imagine? Straight to the pool room, like the brothers that couldn't kill him for 40 days. He's just delivering cheese and food and all of a sudden he's become the hero. He's like, hey, um, if you want to come into my room, I've got this armor of this guy that was seven meters tall. Uh, yeah, yeah, I killed him. I saved the day. He kind of just has this little memory of what he achieved. And it's sort of a great reminder that, you know what, even when we overcome our obstacles, we need to keep us, we need to keep reminding ourselves of what we've achieved. I think it's a really great thing. And I hope at the end of this year, when we look back at 2020, we can say, hey, look at the armor of the thing that I overcame. Look at the thing that I didn't allow to destroy me. I actually took it on full blown. I went after it. I didn't sit in the top of the valley, look at it and go, it's just way too hard. I got in the game. I used the skills that I had. I backed myself. And even though it was bigger than anything I've done before, I used the things that I've done before to get me to where I need to go. And my challenge for us this week is to not quit, not give up, but be more like David to go, you know what? I've done things in the past. I've got through assignments before. I've got through workloads before. Instead of keeling over and going, I can't possibly achieve what I need to achieve. My teacher's saying I need to achieve. Instead of making excuses... Instead of just trying to do the little things and the little battles and ignoring the stuff that needs to happen, this week, get it done. This week, take on the thing that needs to be tackled, honestly. So here's the advantage, though, that you need to have. There's this small thing that happens when David gets taunted by Goliath I didn't mention before. You see, in verse 43, it says this, Goliath says to David, Am I a dog that you come to me with sticks? And the Philistine cursed David by his gods. The Philistine said to David, Come to me and I will give your flesh to the birds of the air and the beasts of the field. David responds this, This day the Lord will deliver you into my hand and I will strike you down and cut off your head. This is the moment that you need to understand really quickly. You see, you bring the strength, but when you have a confidence that you have a helper, that is God. We hear about this helper in the New Testament when Jesus leaves. He says, I'm going to leave you a helper. It's the Holy Spirit. It's a supernatural edge. It is the ability to do things that you can't do in the natural. You can't do it in your physical alone, but you can do it with God. David gets this and he says this, This day the Lord will deliver you into my hand. You see, David's like, I'm going to bring my best, but I actually have a supernatural advantage. I have God on my side. The challenge this week is this. Take on everything you possibly can. Go hard, work hard, do your very best. But more importantly, trust in God that he's got your back. God loves you so much. He has your back in this season. He wants to help you through stuff that you could not do in your own strength. There's so many moments that I can do all things through Christ that strengthens me. Philippians 4.13, there's so many things in scripture about becoming an overcomer, a more than a conqueror. This stuff we have to get through requires God's help with us. If you don't know God, I've talked about it before. Just say, God, come into my life. Jesus, I want to know you. 
He will respond exactly where you're at and he will give you the strength to do things that you thought you could never do. Take on your Goliath this week. Don't quit. Get in the game. Get in the field. Don't be fearful of the unknown. Have a go. Get a victory. And I believe wholeheartedly at the end of this year, you will have some armor to show off. You'll be able to go, look what I overcame this year with the help of God. Have a fantastic week. We'll talk to you next Wednesday. 